Welcome to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place where ambition, drive, and entrepreneurship all meet. This podcast is your go-to for all things business, growth, and expansion. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a multiple six-figure business owner, a brain rewiring certified coach, a 70 high energy healer, and all-around business growth obsessed individual. I've been in this space since 2019. I believe that strategy and energetics go hand in hand. You'll find tons of both on this show. For a long time, being ambitious has had a negative connotation, but I'm here to take that word back and help you grow your business without doing the most. You can find me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea or online at expandwithchelsea.com. If you're ready to grow, I'm ready to go. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Today, we're going to be talking all things hiring inside your business. We're going to be talking about the difference between an employee and a contractor. We're going to talk about what to look for when you're looking to hire somebody. And I'm going to be walking you through what mistakes to avoid when you're hiring because you know it, I've made them and I am here to help you make your life easier. We're also going to talk about when to hire. I think a lot of business owners, they wait really long. They wait a very long time to hire somebody. And this is something that, you know, if we could have delegated and taken this off their plate earlier, they actually would have created so much more free space and time for themselves. And they actually could have been even more productive been able to be the visionary in their business and actually make more money in the long term. So we're going to be covering all things hiring. And before we dive into today's episode, I do just want to give one update. So if you are listening to this on the day that it comes out, the 7th of September, I actually have a free energy healing circle happening tomorrow on the 8th that I would love, love, love to invite you to. This energy healing circle is going to be centered all around releasing energy from past breakups or past relationships. So every single person that we come into contact with, we create energy cords going from us to them and vice versa. And when we move out of these partnerships, then those cords, they don't just go away. They don't just disappear. They're still attached. So we actually have to go in and cut those cords and get all of your pieces back, get all of your power back. And I think too, inside of a breakup, I mean, I don't think, I know there's so many emotions happening, you know, whether it was really intense for you or whether it was more like, meh, yeah, we just like broke up. There are often a lot of unprocessed feelings in there and energy healing is really incredible at helping you work through those emotions and giving you an outlet for those emotions to actually come up and be processed and then moved out of your energy field. So this energy healing circle is completely free. If you've been wanting to experience a high E or you already know you love it, all you have to do is head to the link in the show notes or the description if you're watching on YouTube and sign up. This energy healing circle is going to be at 9 a.m. Pacific time. It'll be about 90-ish minutes. And I don't offer free healing circles very often, but it became very clear to me that, you know, not only have I gone through this personally, but a lot of my clients, I was really picking up on a lot of energy coming through saying, this is something that we need to clear because if we don't work through these emotions, it is going to impact every single aspect of your life, including being a business owner. So if you're ready to clear that stagnant, stuck, 
old energy, come join me. Again, you can find the link to join in the show notes or in the description. And I would really love to have you there. Hi has absolutely changed my life. It is super transformational for all of my clients as well. Big shifts made within our sessions. And adding on to that, if you are interested in working with me as your energy healer on a one-on-one basis, I am opening up my books next week on Tuesday for three, just three new one-on-one clients. So every year I take on a certain number of clients and then their packages end or they keep going with me. And uh, this time, actually, a lot of people decided to keep going. That's why I only have three spots available. And this will be the third and final time that I open my books for new clients in the 2023 year. The next time you'll be able to work with me as your energy healer will be in 2024. And I don't actually have a month date yet on that. We'll just kind of see. We're going to play it by ear. Maybe it's January, maybe it's February. But if you've been feeling called to step in, to a supportive container. We have three sessions together so that we generally space things out about a month apart. So you've got three months with me as your energy healer. We have one session a month. And this is a little bit different than the group format that I run with the energy healing sessions. Within the one-on-one sessions, you are going to lay down, receive the energy healing for about 45 minutes. And then we meet together and talk on Zoom one-on-one for 30 minutes about everything that came up, any intuitive guidance. And you're going to share what happened on your end as well. And these are always huge epiphany moments for my clients. And also as an added bonus, if you do end up stepping into this container, I will be gifting you a 40 minute intuitive guidance session completely for free that you can use at any point in time during our time together. So if you're like, Hey, I actually just need a little bit more insight on this question that I had, or I'm trying to make a decision, you know, what does the universe think think about X, Y, Z? That is something that you'll be able to schedule with me. So you can learn more about that by heading to my website, expandwithchelsea.com and spots will open on Tuesday. And again, I do just have three of those. And the next time that this will be open and available will probably be sometime in 2024. And this is the only way that I take on clients on an ongoing basis. You can book a singular Ahai session with me on my website, but you can't book a three-pack session. I actually, you know, need to keep these rather limited because I do... Well, I would have like an extremely high client base otherwise. And I want to make sure that I am giving every single person that steps into this the absolute best experience that I possibly can. And the way that I do that is by keeping my numbers relatively low. All right, so that's a little bit on that. And let's dive into the topic for today. So hiring, oof. This is one thing that I was really intimidated about as a baby business owner. (laughs) It was brand new. I was like, um... So now I'm expected to pay myself and then also pay somebody else. And just the thought of the way that I thought about it then was like partying with money. I was like, no, I'll just do all of it. I'll just like pile more on my plate. It's fine. And I just kept adding tasks and tasks. And the thing about me is I will figure anything out. Like I taught myself how to embed, embed YouTube shorts onto my website. You can like, it's pretty easy to embed YouTube onto websites, all you do is like copy the the code that the video gives you, but shorts are a whole different thing. You have to like go and actually like do some custom code in there. So I was really proud of myself for that, but I will really, I will literally rabbit hole and figure anything out. But 
you know, looking at that, I'm like, mm, that probably, you know, cost me in quotes, two hours of my time. And is that something that might have been better delegated out to somebody else? Probably. And I'm not immune to it. I'm, I'm, you know, I've made giant strides in my business. I did hire somebody to completely revamp my website and create it from the ground up. I did hire somebody for copywriting for my entire website. That was back in 2022. Since then, I've actually redone most of the copy because it just didn't necessarily reflect and match up with who I am currently. I mean, that's the thing. We're always growing, evolving, and changing. And I really wanted to make the website feel like it was caught up to where I'm at right now. P.S. If you haven't looked at my website lately, I did completely redo almost all of it. So I would really appreciate if you go and take a look. It means so much to me. I worked really hard on it. I'm very proud of it. And I feel like I really tied up a lot of loose ends, like all the links work, like all my freebies are in one spot. It feels really, really, really good to have that all done. That is something that I ended up getting done when I was off of Instagram for the last month, which as I'm recording, actually, I am back on Instagram as of today. And next week, I will be sharing with you a update podcast episode all about my experience throughout that month. I actually recorded quite a few updates during the last month, real time, not just, you know, looking back on what the, you know, experience made me feel. I recorded these updates real time. So I'll be sharing that with you. I like to think of it as kind of like a diary log. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm very excited for this. So that'll be coming out next week. And when it comes to hiring, I just really want you to be very honest with what is your time worth? Like, how do you value your own time? Of course you do. So there are going to be tasks inside your business that you are going to want to hire out. And I don't want you to feel intimidated by that. And one thing to preface before we dive into this conversation, I am not a tax professional. So make sure that you are double checking with your bookkeeper or your tax preparer on these things. And all of this that I'm going to say in here is general advice. So when I say something like, for the most part, you're going to be able to write off everybody that you hire, of course, you're going to want to double check with your bookkeeper slash tax preparer and make sure. But I mean, as a business owner, again, you do get to write a lot of these things off. So thinking about, is this actually going to create more spaciousness for me? Is this going to create and provide more structure? Will this allow me to feel more creative? When I think about in the past, the types of people that I have hired, so graphic designers, I have hired podcast editors. I have hired virtual assistants, copywriters, a lot of different roles and positions. And I do not regret any of them. They were all, at the time, I definitely needed those investments to help me either set up systems that I you know, either didn't want to, didn't have time for, or couldn't figure out myself, or they helped me massively take things off my plate. Having a virtual assistant to onboard people and you know, to make sure that my inbox is getting down to zero. That was really helpful for me. And then also having somebody to, to, I mean, especially when I was transferring websites to help me 
transfer my courses from my old website to my new website platform. God, that was such a pain in the ass. <laughs> that is like one of those tasks where it's like, if I'm dreading it, like hiring that out is actually really beneficial because then that keeps my energy for other things. You want to stay in your zone of genius as much as possible as a business owner. This is truly what is going to create the most successful business for you. I'm not saying hire and delegate absolutely every single thing out, but there are probably things that you're doing that you either really don't need to do or for you paid somebody one time to set that up for you, something like an email funnel, like pay them one time and then boom, it's set up. And all of a sudden you're saving, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes a week. That really does add up in the long term. And when you're hiring, what I want you to think about is, am I hiring this person just for a project-based job? So like kind of a one-off job or on an ongoing basis and an ongoing role. So when it comes to hiring, there are two different ways that you can hire people. You can hire them as an employee or a non-employee contractor. So for the most part, you you know, depending on what stage you're at in your business, you're probably going to be hiring contractors. So contractors, they work for themselves. They are, for the most part, required to turn in their own taxes at the end of the year. You're not paying their taxes as the business owner. So the good example of this is if you work for somebody else or if you work for a corporation, when you get your paycheck, there are taxes taken out of there. That's because you are an employee of that business. If you employed somebody as an employee, you would then be responsible for those taxes as the business owner and as the employer. So this kind of does also go back to how you are how your business is, is formed as well. So if you're a sole proprietor, which I definitely wouldn't recommend, I would absolutely recommend being filed as at least an LLC, or you can be filed as an S corp as well. It kind of depends if you have that structure set up. So again, for the most part, most business owners are hiring people on a contract basis. And when you do that, when you do that, there are a couple of things that you want to do before you move forward too much. And if you have already hired people as a contractor, this is totally fine. Just go back and get this information. You are going to want to request a W-9 form from them so that you have their information to submit during tax time. If you pay a contractor more than $600, you are required to turn in a W-9 for them. The government really wants to know how you're making your money. They want to know how other people are making their money. And it is important that these match up. If you've been listening for any amount of time to the podcast, you know that I am very, very obsessed with clear stem skincare. I contribute this line of products solely to how great my skin looks most days of the month. I mean, besides, you know, the couple days before I get my cycle, my skin has truly never looked better and I contribute all of this to Clear Stem's products. So if you've been curious about trying Clear Stem, really there hasn't been a better time because as of right now, through Labor Day, so through the 4th of September, they have a 20% off sale if you use my code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A at checkout. Don't worry though, if you listen to this episode after Labor Day, you can still save 15% with that same code on any of their products. So one of my current favorites is the Bounce Back Serum. This is filled with collagen. They have peptides and I love how bougie this makes me feel. This is 
essentially the non-injection form of Botox. So it really helps with any fine lines and wrinkles. I use this at night after I wash my face with the exfoliating scrub. I put this on and then I follow it up with the Hydra Berry Moisture Mask. And my skin feels so plump and supple. It just, it's like the perfect combination before I go to bed. I tend to have very, very dry skin. And side note, did you know that if you have dry skin, that can actually also cause acne because your skin is trying to then produce even more oil and then your pores get clogged from that. So it's trying to naturally rebalance itself. So I absolutely love all of Clear Stem's hydrating products the bounce back serum included. I simply use two pumps of this once a day at night and I really, really love how my skin has been looking. I am 33 and while I am not opposed to things like Botox, I would personally like to hold off having needles in my face for as long as possible. So this has been my answer and I've absolutely, absolutely loved it. Could not recommend more. Again, if you want to try out any of Clear Stem's products, you can head to clearstemskincare.com and use my code CHELSEA for 20% off through Labor Day. And then after Labor Day, that code will be good for 15% off. So on the contractor side, they are submitting how much money they made to the government. And if you're paying this contractor, you're also going to want to submit how much you paid to this contractor to make sure that it lines up. So if you go to the IRS website, you can actually get a link for a fill in the blank W-9 form that you can send people or you can download that as a PDF and just request that be sent back to you. Again, if you pay somebody over $600, and this is you know in the United States, if you pay somebody over $600, you do have to have a W-9 for them if you have hired them as a contractor. A side note, this is not applicable to S-Corps. So if somebody does have a business formed as a corporation, you would not send them a W-9 because they are already withholding tax on their end. So hopefully that was, I know it's it's not necessarily anybody's favorite topic to talk about these things and to go to the IRS website, but it is really important, right? This is part of, you know, for lack of better words, getting your shit together as a business owner. These things, these, these all create little cracks in the foundation that then make it harder for you to want to grow because you already don't have a good grasp or handle on what you're doing currently. So W-9s, really important. You want to make sure that you have that, especially if you are paying somebody over $600. And you can go to the IRS, IRS website and get that form. They can fill it out, send it back to you. And e-filing, so this is something that, you know, hopefully your bookkeeper or your tax preparer is turning in for you, but it is actually not very complicated to e-file these yourself. And I will actually leave a link to a place where you can e-file. Just a reminder that W-9s are due by January 31st. So you have to, I would recommend getting that information right when you hire somebody. I've definitely made that mistake where I haven't done that. And then I'm scrambling at the end of the year, you know, it's like January 28th and I'm like, Ooh, like, can I get your information? And it's like really cutting it close to the deadline. So you are required to file these by January 31st of the new year. So if you haven't done it, take this as a reminder to just literally 
go and request that. It's super easy. And I will leave a link to where you can e-file. And what this does is this submits the form to the IRS. And it also, if you select it, can send a copy to the recipient recipient so that they have that information as well. Again, it's really not that complicated. I promise there is one box that you're going to fill in. It's box number seven and it is non-employee. I believe it's, um, it's just kind of like what, what you paid them essentially. So it's box number seven, fill that box in. It will ask for your employee identification number as well. Make sure that all your information is correct. All their information is correct because you'll have their W-9. You have all of that information makes it super easy. And then you'll e-file. If your bookkeeper or tax preparer does this for you, great. Don't worry about it. But this is something, you know, I really want to make sure that we do talk about this because, you know, if you're paying somebody, let's say you paid somebody $1,000 for to, you know, write copy for your website or to create graphics for you, you want to get that as a write-off. You want to have that as a deduction because the way that taxes work are you're not taxed on your gross income. You're not taxed on all of what you make, you're only taxed on your net income. So if you are paying somebody, and this is why it's not good to pay people under the table either, because I mean, whose business is more important, yours or theirs? I'm like, my business is more important. I want to make sure I'm doing things legit so that I'm not, you know, creating more of those cracks in my foundation and there aren't discrepancies because absolutely I don't want to be audited. Like that, that doesn't sound like a very fun thing. Would it be okay? Probably, but that's just not something that I want to, you know, like add onto my plate. Why invite that energy in? So don't pay people under the table. Make sure it's all legit. Go legit. I promise you, energetically, you're going to feel better about this. And, you know, you do want those tax deductions. Like, you might as well. It's $1,000, right? So, you know, kind of to rewind and to recap what I just said, likely you're going to be hiring somebody as a contractor, request a W-9 before, you know, like right when you say, okay, great, we're going to work together. Can I get a W-9 from you, you know, filled out? I want to make sure that I have it, you know, come tax time. You have to file these by January 31st of the new year. So it is, you know, we are recording right now in September. You've got quite a bit of time. So if you've hired anybody in the 2023 year, make sure you go do that. This does not apply to S-Corps. So if the you know, business that you hired to do work for you is an S-Corp. This won't apply to them. It does apply to sole proprietors or LLCs. All right. That's most of what I wanted to cover there. And, you know, kind of thinking about the type of person that you want to hire in your business. I will say this, every single person that you come into contact with, they're kind of like with the breakups that we talked about with the free energy healing circle. Their energy is all up in yours, right? You you become entangled. And if you are hiring somebody that either is not an energetic frequency match for you, or you're feeling a little bit like, mm, I don't really know, like, yeah, they're like cheap or whatever, but like, I don't really like them as a person. Do not hire that person. That That literally, that energy is going to be imprinted on your business. Think about that. It's really so important. That's why all of the people that I hire, I have this very strict list of standards that I, like I, for me, I need to adhere to, to make sure that the frequency of my business stays really, really high. If somebody else is going to have hands on your business, you need to make sure that you are in alignment with them. You need to make sure that their values are in alignment with you. And, you know, I do touch on this because there have been a couple of times and instances in my business that I have hired people, you know, and maybe we just need to make these mistakes and you, then you learn from them. But I have hired people in the past that completely took advantage of me. 
And, you know, we're telling me that they were doing work when they weren't doing work. And I, I don't say this to scare you from hiring people. I just want to make sure that you aren't, not to say rushing into things, because if you need somebody, you need somebody, right? But I want you to make sure that you are listening to your intuition. There was something off about my intuition. And I was like, mm, I don't know about this, but like, I'm kind of in a desperate spot. So like, sure, let's do it. And I really learned a lot about myself as a manager. I do not like micromanaging people because I don't want to be micromanaged, but I did learn that there needed to be more check-in and more communication than what I was providing because it was super easy for this person to, you know, like slide under the table and be like, yeah, totally. Like I did that. And then come to find out, no, you know, so it is important to have a way for that person to potentially track their hours. And also something that is really important is making sure that there is a contract in place. So whether that comes from you or it comes from the person that you're hiring, you know, if you're hiring somebody like a virtual assistant or you're hiring somebody, you know, like a graphic designer on a more ongoing basis instead of just a singular project, they might also have a contract for a singular project, but they might have their own contract. And you really want to make sure that you go through and you read it like put your eyeballs on it. Don't just sign it. I made this mistake in the past and it really, really bit me in the ass. I actually had hired a podcast editor and I had failed to read through the contract completely. And what I realized was, you know, we had had a couple of instances where things weren't getting done the way that I wanted them to. The audio was being doubled up. You know, this was a couple of years ago. And I just realized I was like, this really isn't working out for me. And initially I had signed a six month contract and I was like, you know what? I want to terminate the contract. We've had a couple of conversations and discussions about this. I, nothing's changing. It's actually just getting worse. So I think it'd be best if we go our separate ways and I will find somebody else to, you know, take over the podcast. And she was like, great. Yep. That's all great. Except for you still owe for those months that we would have worked together. And I was like, what? And it was right there written into her contract. So it is, again, really important to go and read contracts. And I will say too, you know, and that this really taught me a lot about the types of people that I want to work with. Because now if I see that in the future, that even if we terminate and you haven't provided services for me, no, I'm not going to pay for them. So that, that right there was a huge wake up call in realizing that is a misalignment in values. And for me as a business owner, you know, if I haven't provided a service yet and somebody's not happy with it, like, no, I don't want your money. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, okay, well, yep, you should still continue to pay me, even though I haven't necessarily done anything for you and you're unhappy with this. I just, for me, it was a big realization moment of the types of people that I want to work with and the types of people that I want to have their energy and their hands on my business. Again, none of this is to scare you away from hiring people. I just want to save you from some of the mistakes that I've made. I've, I've hired a lot of people and most of them have been incredible. Most of the people that I've hired, it's gone really well. It's been really easy and I'm so thankful for the help. But there have been a couple of people where I'm like, yeah, actually, like maybe wouldn't do that again if I had the choice or I would do it very differently next time. So making sure that there's a contract in place, whether it comes from you, whether it comes from the person that you're hiring, clearly outlining the work that is going to be done when payments are due. You know, if you're hiring somebody like a web designer for a full website project, they might do things where, okay, you do a 25% deposit and then you do 25% a couple of weeks in, 25% a couple of weeks after that, and then 25% after it's done. That's relatively standard. So you want to make sure that all of that is outlined really clearly 
And one thing that is also really important because I've also gone through this with a contractor as well is making sure that you are clear as the business owner what happens when they go over their allotted hours or how many revisions you get. So let's say you're hiring a copywriter or a graphic designer and you're like, mm, okay, so your first draft really wasn't the direction that I wanted. I think we're going to have to scrap it and like totally hit the rewind button and start over. You want to make sure that you are clear what number of hours are allotted for that project before they then start charging you likely what would be their hourly rate. So just making sure that you're really clear on everything. I know I haven't asked about this in the past. I didn't even know to ask about it. That's why I'm mentioning it right now because it is really important. I don't want you to all of a sudden be like, oh, wow, okay, I actually owe a lot of extra money because I didn't ask about that in the initial time that we were meeting about this. And also you can always say like, hey, my budget is this for this you know, project. What, what can we do with that? So it's really important that you're fully aware of what you're getting yourself into. I don't want you to be hit with any surprises later on down the line. And I think this is just going to help you feel really, really empowered as a business owner as well. So again, please make sure that you are hiring people that are that have a strong alignment with your values and your business values as well. If you haven't taken time to sit down and write out what are my values, might be a really great time to do that because how can you, I mean, how can you know if you've never taken time to intentionally sit down and think about what is important to me? What do I require out of people who are coming into contact with my business and working in my business? Do they need to be a self-starter? Do they need to, you know, be like an overall very positive person? Do they need to um, believe in some of these similar things that I do? I'm just throwing out examples here, right? But, you know, I do think it's really important. I want the people that are coming into contact with my business, I don't want there to be scarcity mindset or scarcity energy. No, thank you. I've done so much work to move out of that. I'm not interested in going backwards on that. Another big requirement for me is this person, you know, it has to be, I'm not going to pay anybody under the table. That's a no. It all has to be like out in the open, very transparent. So if that's even like, you know, coming up, I'm like, oop, nope, we've got to go a different direction. This also has to be something where either they are familiar with my business already, you know, they don't need to have know everything about me or my business. They don't need to have listened to every single podcast episode, but I do want people that are relatively familiar with the work that I do so that I'm not spending extra time trying to get things exactly where I want them. And there is that level of familiarity already. Okay. So that's most of what I had on hiring and hopefully allowing you to avoid some of the mistakes that I've made. So just making sure that people are really aligned with your values and your business values, making sure that there is a contract in place and that you actually use your eyeballs and you read through the entire contract. And if you're like, I actually don't love that part of the contract, make sure you ask questions or ask about, you know, ways that you could potentially edit it, or maybe it's just best to go work with somebody else. And then also I want you to ask about, you know, what happens if we go over hours? What does this look like? Like what is essentially the allotment for this project that I'm hiring? For the most part, I think hiring can be a really, really good idea for you in your business because it allows you to take things off of your plate. The way that I see it is, you know, for most of us, if you're a female business owner, you probably have a feminine energy core. So allowing yourself to stay in the feminine as much as possible and be supported by the masculine hell yeah, like allow yourself to be supported, allow yourself to have that structure. Also, I know some of the things that we talked about today can seem or feel kind of intimidating. I promise you they are not as complicated as you might think that they are. 
I will leave links to relevant things in the show notes as well. And again, if you have a bookkeeper or a tax preparer, you can go and double check with them and just make sure that you're doing all of these things correctly. The most important thing is if you're going to pay somebody over $600, make sure you get that W-9 from them and e-file it by the January 31st date. All right. This was... I hope you loved this episode because this is something a little bit different than I normally do. I would say that this is a little bit more strategy heavy. If this is something that you enjoyed, please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. If you do, if you do leave a review on iTunes or if you update an old review, I will enter you in to win a free container of Harmony from Organifi. This is the best hot chocolate. It also has adaptogens and hormone balance balancing effects in it, which are really incredible because not only do you get to enjoy hot chocolate, but you're also balancing your hormones at the same time. Win-win. If you do update your review, send me a screenshot and send it to hello at expandwithchelsea.com to make sure that I know that you left a review or updated your review. iTunes is a little bit slow and takes about four days to actually update reviews. So if you do all of that, send me that screenshot. Again, my email address is hello at expandwithchelsea.com. I will enter you to win and I'm doing the first drawing. I've got two containers to give away. I'm doing the first drawing at the end of September. May the odds be ever in your favor. I can't not say that when I'm doing giveaways and drawings. All right, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to say thank you so much for being here. Pass along to a friend or fellow business owner if you think it would be helpful for them. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next episode.